0: Hey, nerds, do you like comics? Then you should definitely check out what we're going to call our cousin podcast, Girls With Issues. It includes Billy Bones and Vicki O, my two all-time favorite people in New York State. Listen to them geek out about comics on a weekly basis. And Girls With Issues, you can follow them on Twitter. You can check them out on iTunes and Facebook. And definitely give them a good old shout-out because we love them and we think you will love them. Thanks so much. Check out Girls With Issues.
1: You're listening to
2: Nerds on Film with Sarah Ashley, Kevin Satorius, Brian Moriarty, and Sean Moriarty. Okay, so I've got a question for you guys. Alright. If you were stuck fighting for survival in some post-apocalyptic slash dystopian or slash whatever kind of scenario. So which, a hockey movie works if I'm in a hockey movie?
1: <laughs> you said
2: slash whatever, and I'm just going mm-hmm. to... You know what I mean. You know what I mean. If you were stuck in that scenario... Miracle.
3: <laughs>
2: right, because... Mighty Ducks too. The, because, With you know, the Russians. Okay, you must go on, always Ryan. beat Sorry. the Russians <laughs> in their, every scenario. Yeah. Well, that's
0: usually what it boils down to. It's always it, it us does. against the Russians.
2: Just beat the Russians. Uh, if you were if you were in a post-apocalyptic scenario, which would you prefer? of any of the ones mm. that we are well-known, which which scenario would be the best for
3: you? Do you think that you would have so... the best chance of survival? Okay. Whoa, that's two different questions. No, it's not. Yeah, which one would you like to be in, and which one would you most likely survive in? Well, one the I don't, I to the don't the think other.
1: any of us would like to be in any of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, which one would you choose if you had to?
2: Exactly, which I would assume you would choose based on your ability to survive. I've
3: okay. had conversations with this question to several of my coworkers who would prefer to be in Apocalypse rather than the, the present, which is slightly alarming slash now i know who to go to if the apocalypse ever happens are they really that
2: unhappy on the inside like just give me Uh, something to fucking kill
3: maybe they're saying it seriously or sarcastically
2: yeah yes we do have a guy who i know exactly who's waiting for it to happen he already has the guns prepared
0: see i don't think i'm like interested in doing anything that's like post-nuclear war kind of thing just because there's going to be a lot of disease hanging out that that that's a little frightening however that being said I'm not much of a fighter, so you really? I, I know, hard really? to believe. You sound
1: like you knock fuckers out. Yeah, I, I know. And left and right. I know. Day I know. Well, okay, after day. okay. Let me
0: put it this way. Let me put it this way. I can swing a mean baseball bat, but I can't. Like, I don't know how to fire a gun. So, oh, I kind, can
1: teach you, Sarah. I know, yeah. So okay.
0: Can I? So that kind of puts me at a little bit of a disadvantage. However, I'm very much planning on bartering my way through any apocalypse. So, like, I'm going to be stocking up on like cigarettes, shoes that don't fit me, uh, you know, band aids. Medical supplies, canned goods, and lots and lots of chapstick. I'm already on my way there.
3: But what about hot pockets?
0: (laughs) Hot pockets
2: (laughs) have been known to survive nuclear radiation. Okay, (laughs) but true.
0: But if you don't have like functional electricity. Just that's fine rubbish? you can put a hot
1: pocket <laughs> on a stick and oh, cook it on, on a fire stick. there you go there you go you just take that little r- point, I've done point and just being, rub it really, really fast. that's not I'm, a joke I did that on the beach in Santa Cruz once nice that's awesome nice but yeah.
0: basically I'm planning on really like bartering steak. and trading my way through like I want to be that person who's got like whatever you need and then I will trade it oh, I trade have no opposition to selling my body. ah but
1: then that makes you <laughs> someone who's vulnerable and who people want to take over to take your shit
0: hmm
1: it makes yep. you a target. But if,
0: but if I wander like a nomad and don't stay in one place too long,
1: mm. yeah, okay, very good. And I, I th- don't and
0: I don't let on how much I have. Like you're a ninja but that means you ninja nomad, bring all your
2: shit everywhere you
0: go,
3: mobile
2: general store.
0: Oh the car.
3: Gasoline isn't, like, proficient yeah. in the post apocalypse
2: Fine, I'll
0: have
3: a horse.
2: It depends, yeah. yeah. What
3: about
0: a wagon?
2: <laughs> if we're talking about, like... But there's no grass, hay anywhere. Then
0: oh, Shut up. Is this the, <laughs> is the hay apocalypse? There no hay. The hay. <laughs> there's no hay. The world has run out of hay. <laughs>
1: and there's no hay. Horses like... are obsolete.
0: <laughs> Horses eat other things other than hay...
1: I know. No, we've all converted to camels. They'll eat cam anything with s- peanut butter on it. I know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eww, we're going to
1: that was. I did some independent research. Yeah. Eww, Eww, camels and llamas, obviously, because not everywhere in the desert, so there
2: llamas would be appropriate. That's true. A lamel? They just need to eat They're sand. They're actually the same family. family. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. fine. Um, I think for me, it would probably be the Robocalypse.
0: Robocalypse. Why? Mm. Oh, my God. You want to be a slave?
2: No, because robots can be reprogrammed. So if you have, if you can get one or two on your side, then you have, have your own firepower you against them. Do you Terminator
0: know how to reprogram? What? Do you know how to reprogram a robot? I could know you know uh, figure yeah, it out. Oh, okay.
3: I'll figure it out. you could there has got to be a video an on product. YouTube over oh, the no, internet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying I'm incapable of learning anything? It's not. I'm Apple? just
0: saying. Wait, I have, you read,
3: have you on. read the book Robopocalypse? <laughs> no, I have not. All right, so yeah, you don't. You definitely don't want to be. I, 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 I a prefer the term Robocalypse because I feel like the middle, the middle syllable. Robocalypse is,
0: is what uh, Steven Spielberg's movie was going to be called. I don't know if it's. Oh, well, it's happening based off anymore. of the book. It's robocalypse then i thought it was Ro-
2: robocalypse okay. when there are no more robes <laughs> <laughs> nah, Everyone just walking around naked <laughs> that actually sounds amazing uh I'm,
0: can i be in that one i <laughs> want oh, uh, that apocalypse <laughs> clothes have become obsolete but then of
2: course it's the dead of winter
0: oh good god no no, no blankets still exist snuggies yeah. still <laughs> exists <laughs>
3: It's That's like all rope. we
1: need. It would just be like uh, like one of those gowns at the hospital. Your ass would, be... <laughs> everybody could see your ass and your back. Yep, <laughs> but the front business was covered by <laughs> comfortable <laughs> socks. synthetic fleece. Sean, which one would you pick? I'm going Sarah Ashley again. It's a tie. I would either want to be in the world of Zombieland just because I could possibly run into Bill Murray.
0: Okay, there is that. <laughs> and t-
1: tied with The Road. Have you read the book yes. or seen the movie The Road? Oh, yeah. That is a post-apocalyptic movie where there's it, the main problem is a food shortage. And since I have already stockpiled Twinkies from when Hostess was thought to be Nevermore, and also have a shitload of cans of tuna in my pantry, I think that would be the easiest mm. one. Bubble we'll pea tuna. Through.
0: Okay. I have
1: yeah. calories that would last me about a millennia. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I mean, for three human beings to live on a two thousand calorie a day diet, I have that much host. I have Plus that many hostess the, the amount of
2: the amount of preservatives you're taking in from the Twinkies will might actually even sustain you to immortality,
1: or yeah, you you uh-huh. not I'll be to- pickled forever.
3: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cabo. Since a lot of the post-apocalyptic dystopian futures that I'm interested in basically are the same scenario, as demented as it is, I would rather... How do I phrase this? I, if I had to choose one, here—that's how I'll, I'll phrase it. If I had to choose one, it would be the post-apocalyptic land of *The Last of Us*, which is a video game for the PlayStation Three. For those that haven't played it, it's basically a zombie apocalypse. That's it. This is an apocalypse, as they like yes. to call it. However, but what
1: makes that one, what makes that zombie apocalypse unique and easier like to others. deal with than other
3: ones? Um, the zombies are infected with a fungus uh, that, like. That like, takes over their brain and they turn into animals much like zombies do. But um, you can put on a mask if there's any any area that has spores where you could get infected. Walk right through it and then you're good. So there's a better chance of survival. I don't know. I just I love that game. And I think apart from that and The Walking Dead, I would have to choose The Last of Us.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah,
3: because it's also pretty. So know, Walking I'm, Dead is pretty
1: horrendous way to live, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Walking there's nothing Dead good happening on and, that show. Uh, and no. I
0: Am Legend, like yeah. those are those yeah. are ones that you just I would want no part of those. No. Yeah,
2: I Am Legend, I am Legend just to be me. all alone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. And think, and those are technically vampires.
3: No, well, they're not vampires. They're, they're
2: zombies. Well, in the novel, they're vampires. They're more but yeah. like they, the they're, thing they're, is the way they interpret can, it in the movie. It looks more like Mike zombies. It's really a fusion of both. Okay. Yeah. Vampire zombies. Vampire, which is also
1: Zomb-
0: double threat. But then zombies. again,
2: you know what? Sunlight, bam, kill those fuckers. Zombies. Sunlight.
1: It's like Twilight with zombies. <laughs> no.
2: Wait, are you saying the zombies will sparkle? Yes, no. the zombies oh, so sparkle. Oh,
3: They're Nobody wears a shirt. And necrophiliacs?
2: The main
1: female character has no ability to show emotion. And is a necrophiliac. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: But that's interesting, though, because if you look at Zombieland, isn't Zombieland, like, after the apocalypse has happened for a while? Yeah. So they're all kind yeah. of, like, they're getting used to it and stuff like that. So, that, I mean, you guys are kind of on, on board, I think, on the same, same yeah. idea. Yeah.
3: yeah. I would not want to live through a zombie apocalypse. I would like to live...
0: In after. the post-world. Okay. Yes, in the
3: post-apocalypse. Yeah. Much like, I think, everyone else.
0: Ooh, no. Oh, I figured out which one I want. Waterworld.
1: Do <laughs> <No>. you <laughs> want to be? W- do you want to be, be one of the people on the Good Island, or do you want to be on the Exxon Valdez with Dennis Hopper, with that little man in a fucking <laughs> oil well in a canoe?
0: Um, as rad as it would be to have an eye patch, I think I probably want to be on like the Good Island. But yeah. uh you
1: know, I would want Would you gills. want? Who would you want to be? Would you want to be a mutant like Kevin Costner, who could breathe underwater? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would be, yeah. So yeah. be there too. <laughs> So no I way. wish I was just like that now. <laughs> now you say that, I, I wish I could just you know. go underwater for days. Because if
2: you're a mutant, you just basically it just means you live underwater. There's plenty of food down there. So yeah. I'm kind of like
0: mm. Waterworld's not a bad idea.
2: And on that note, welcome to Nerds on Film, everybody. I am Brian Moriarty.
0: I'm Sarah Ashley.
3: I'm Kevin Satorius, and
2: I'm Sean Moriarty. We're back. It is October. <laughs> So we thought we were going to do something fun this year. Um, Nerdonomy is designed to go theme for the entire month. So for both Nerds on History and Nerds on Film, we will be doing episodes that are all themed off of specific elements uh, from film and from things you know from Halloween and uh, Nerds on History. And uh, we think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, It's going to be scary.
0: It's going to be all right. I already shit my <laughs> pants. So I think we can all
2: say... From what we did from the from the soft open, that, you know, we know what this week's topic is all about. Willy Wonka.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> love candy. <laughs> <laughs> that post-apocalyptic future—that's not being bad.
0: being stuck
2: in a
3: candy factory—is not bad. You would get diabetes on
2: day it one. A, it's not bad Dude. for the first three days, and then you just feel sick.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Diabetes. Those oompa loompas, man—like they're just yeah. waiting for everybody to fuck up and die. Like, it's yeah, you're scary. locked in a
1: candy factory.
0: Like, I, I seriously think that they're just like, okay. Seriously, I haven't <laughs> sung in like a week. We need a kid to die around here so oh, I can get this fun. out of my <laughs> system. See,
2: I don't think about that. I think eventually Willy Wonka just goes berserk and he dies of his own you no know, malfunctions, and then basically people just eat the Oompa Loompas to survive. Oh.
0: Do they taste uh, like chocolate? Yeah.
2: Do they have a chocolatey chicken. center? Oh, they Just taste like, like chicken. Well, but, you know, it makes excellent, goes with excellent mole. Oh, so okay, yeah, So you can yeah, take yeah. the chocolate river and put some spices into it. And, no,
1: you
0: know. I like that. I like that. Mm, delicious. All right.
2: Uh, <laughs> and this concludes
1: the Willy Wonka tangent. <laughs> the most <laughs> fucked up version of Willy Wonka you've ever heard. No,
3: that's not fucked up. <laughs> the I'm sure a <laughs> Cannibal, of Willy cannibalism Willy wonka Cannibalism does not fucked up enough. <laughs> you know. No, I, I think the porno version of Willy Wonka would be the most fucked up. All right. Because eating Upamoto sounds delicious. All right. <laughs> I'll just kind of. Just, okay, we'll just let that one sit. Um, yeah, mullinate
2: over that one. Yeah. Uh, so, zombies, folks. Zombies. Yeah. Zombies. zombies. Brains. Brains. a treasured genre of horror. A subgenre, really. Of, uh, it's Kevin I'm Fucking a- Crowley. A- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kevin's
0: making weird noises. I'm going to be did doing you, that throughout
3: this episode. Did you have someone that just is
2: disagreeing with you? Because you <laughs> guys have a lot of grumbling
0: on your side. I really hope that that actually comes through <laughs> Can, did, the mic did, and does doesn't just, just sound really creepy.
2: <laughs> does anyone have any Tums? It, you know.
0: His I, I'm looking a little bottle. pale. He's got some wicked ingestion uh. right now. <laughs>
2: So what, uh, what, how, what's your
1: relationship to zombie movies before we decided to do this episode? Brian, I know you're not a fan, really. Not too much
2: of a fan. Well, so here's my reason for that, though. I enjoyed Shaun of the Dead because it's a deliberate satire of them plus romantic comedy. A it's loving it, it's satire. a new take of it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it, just, it feels like a lot of the zombie movies that are made are recycled. That being said, though, I'm not opposed to the idea of a more creative take on a zombie movie and actually as I was doing research for this episode I had a couple ideas for if I were to do a zombie movie what would I do that was different Um, and Sean I think this is one from a short film we wrote a couple years ago uh, that never ended up really getting made so that's kind of my my bias against it just because I feel like it's um, like a lot of it's been done and so why bother Mm. rehashing it
3: well have you seen Warm Bodies I have not and Uh I actually thought that was a very
2: clever idea I would have wanted to see that movie I saw it yeah I'll
3: I'll be more than happy to talk about it when the time
2: comes the one I really want to see have you, heard, you guys heard of Colin at all Colin Colin it was an independent film made in Scotland it's um, it was shot for literally the entire budget was $70 for this movie huh. done on a home camera edited on premiere which came with the camera it came with like the elements version of it and the whole premise is the movie starts out with him being bitten by a zombie and the whole movie is from his perspective him slowly turning into the zombie interesting yeah right huh. and and this movie was such an interesting idea that they got one of the women who did the movie, the uh, makeup for X Men, to do it for free. Whoa! She, because she just she was so supportive of the idea, so she gave all of her resources uh, to making the the makeup look believable. And uh, they did they thought of everything because they really only had the camera um, as their sound equipment. So they were very careful with what sounds they used because they knew how the mic on the camera was going to pick it up. Like this huh. is like being creative to the nth degree with what resources you have. So it's uh, and it got all the way to Sundance. It, so it's cool. I don't know if it ever got picked up for distribution, but I really want to see it. Nice. Well, Sarah, what do you think?
0: When I grew up, my my dad and I used to watch a lot of really bad horror movies, and and zombie movies were usually included in that. The uh, the Return of the Living Dead is probably one of the earlier ones I remember seeing, and that one was funny and god awful. Army of Darkness, if you want to count that, is, oh, is, it totally
2: counts. I yeah,
0: think. so those are those are kind of like my earliest uh, experience with zombie movies, it, and just in general, I like, I think probably zombies are some of my favorite creatures, which you know is pretty typical right now. They're really popular, but um, like I've written a lot of funny and scary short stories that nobody has ever read that have never seen the light of day about zombies and. I've participated in a and zo- actually the first zombie crawl in San Jose. Yeah,
2: we were part of that. I was a runner.
0: Yeah, I made too. two gallons of fake blood for that, which was excellent, by the way. Yeah, it was it good and really it washed good. and it washed out.
2: It totally <laughs> did. I was a runner in that and I decided I wasn't staged for it, but I planned to to get a cramp and say go 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 and I got absorbed and thankfully someone actually had the bottle. On them, yeah, and zombified me. That was me. Yeah, oh, that was that you did. That it? was yeah. me. Yeah, I remember because you and Val were, were there, and I was like, these clothes are brand new, fuck. And then it turns out I soaked them in joy that night, and like, well, the the blood the, came it out was of
0: all cornstarch based, so um, the sugar basically kept it from absorbing in anything. Yeah. So that was really nice, but yeah, no, I like zombies. I just like I like the the subject like the topic like the movies Shaun of the Dead is freaking fantastic but even um, the the Dawn of the Dead remake which was not good that movie's hilarious I love it <laughs> Yeah So that's me Kevin
3: First I'm going to disagree with you and say that the Dawn of the Dead remake was good Thank you for saying yeah. something Yeah it was good Oh my good. god it was good We
0: really with the zombie baby <laughs> Yeah Yes Are yeah. you kidding me that that's was not
3: fucked good. up It, it was makes fucked so much up, zombie but it wasn't sense, good though.
0: That whole movie
2: was just good. It was... I disagree. Just because the mother dies doesn't mean that at that point in the pregnancy <laughs> doesn't mean the baby becomes a zombie.
3: But if it's a
0: virus,
2: yeah, but zombies the, aren't real either. They can yeah. do whatever the fuck they if want. If it's a virus, clever, sure, but then. a virus takes time to spread. We're
0: though. gonna get ahead of ourselves here, all right, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Trust me. Um, when we ta- start talking the logistics of the zo- zombism, <laughs> then zom- then we're zom- going to no,
2: it, zombieism is the right term. Zombism.
0: zombification. Zom- so, yeah, we're, we're going too far. We're going yeah, too we far. Are. So, Kevin. Yeah.
3: okay, Kevin. Um. I guess I wasn't really into zombies really until middle school, high school. I always heard the word zombie, and I knew what it meant uh, in elementary school, uh, where we would play like, Oh no, look out, zombie! And it was just, it was gangs of fun. My introduction to zombies was actually the remake of Dawn of the Dead, surprisingly. And um, I, I'm a big fan of the genre. I've, I have the Walking Dead uh, compendium, both 1 and 2, which are like 40 pounds each. Um, I've read the first one cover to cover I'm very slowly reading the second one Um, I'm I'm a big fan of the show and when it breaks down to the zombie genre I think the thing that I'm most uh, the reason why I gravitate towards it is that there's a lot of good really human stories that come out of it that really the zombie genre for me turns into a character study for who we are as a species who we identify as when it comes to our humanity and what we're willing to do to sacrifice to maintain that which And I think
2: a lot of that derives itself from George A. Romero's original concept of Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Because that movie's story was not so much about the zombies. It was more about these people trying to yeah. survive that scenario.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it speaks a lot to the popularity of the genre now because um, it's... It's everywhere. Well, it's its human triumph in a, in a setting of struggle. And if we look, especially right, in, or, you know, since... 2008 you know there's been a lot of economic struggle sure so this is kind of escapism type thing and yeah. it can
2: also be a morality tale too mm-hmm. right because i think the yeah. original night of the living dead was more of a morality tale about and i bring up that movie so much because it was really many many agree that that was the template setter for
0: for, all m- for, zombie movies. for modern zombie yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, absolutely.
2: go ahead sir oh we're doing
1: me now
0: it was your question <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know it was my question uh, the first time I was introduced to zombie movies was uh, in seventh grade. Sixth, no, sixth grade, Halloween. I went over to my friend Andrew's house, and we watched Night of the Living Dead, the original one. I had never seen it. I hadn't actually even heard of it before that day. And I watched it, and I was pretty horrified, even though it was a much older and pretty campy movie. Since then, I love just gory Gross zombie movies. Yeah. Like I went and, and I watched Evil Dead, mm-hmm. one and two, Army of Darkness and Dead Alive, one of Peter Jackson's first movies that oh, yeah. is such a good and disgusting zombie movie. If you haven't seen that, it's called Dead Alive in its release in North America, but it's called Brain Dead, uh, out of New Zealand, which is where it was made. And it uh there's a scene involving a lawnmower that everyone should have to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's outstanding. Nice. Yeah. and since then I've just loved zombie movies. I've I try to see every one that I can. Um, I just have it. There's a lot I've missed. And doing research for this episode, there's so many fucking zombie movies. And I thought that they kind of went away for a while, but the truth is, there's been zombie movies being made every year since it started in like 1932.
3: Yep. Pretty much. Um, yeah. I have an amendum to make on my zombie history. I actually it started with uh, Shaun of the Dead. I actually did sneak into theaters to go see that uh, when it came out with a couple of my friends. It started there. And then immediately following was uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake.
2: If you work for the FBI or the MPAA, you can find Kevin at... The
3: MPAA?
2: The MPAA. I
3: know I'm tall, but I'm not that good at basketball. (laughs) The
2: MPAA. You can take from it what you will. That's what I said. If you're looking for Kevin, you can find him at the blank, blank apartment complex. That's (laughs) right.
3: Please spend all of the tax dollars trying to hunt me down because I snuck into a rated R movie. hey, hey. (laughs) We need to set an example. (laughs) So, <laughs> nope, that's not me here. <laughs> um,
2: well, let's take a second to talk about. First off, where zombies come from. Being that I host a history podcast, they I, I, I nerded out a little bit and got did some research on where zombie lore comes from. Yes, and Sarah has a, raises her hand like the third year old, the third grader who knows everything. Go ahead.
0: Uh, that it's well, I mean, the idea originally kind of sort of originated in Africa, migrated its way over with the slave trade, and it's really has its roots in like Haitian Voodoo.
3: Bingo. And
0: um, the idea is that it, it, you, you know you use magic spells or whatever to basically bring the dead back to life and use them as slaves. Or not just the dead, but you can also um, take a living person and turn them into a slave to you that has absolutely right. like no will. So the, does that make Frankenstein a zombie?
2: No. So what she's talking about is one of two scenarios. And this is pretty much what defines, in all genres, what defines a zombie. Like you said, a reanimated corpse mm-hmm. through witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, if, it's not always a reanimated corpse through witchcraft. It, the
1: original voodoo version, it was you could. It was mind control on the living as well.
0: Well, yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, that's the that's the second scenario, mm-hmm. which is basically the whole idea. The way that the links two together is you have a body without its own mind or soul that's being controlled, or just you know, just moving on its own and running around anarcho- uh, What's the word like anarchically? Uh, running around without all fucked up, Ryan. All fucked up. <laughs> all <laughs> fucked up. Completely animalistic. Com- pl- completely, completely s- no, snack food.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so snap food, huh? Do you know what Snafu food stands for?
0: Situation normal. All fucked up. Exactly. Yep.
2: Totally snafu, food. Right. Really. That's, that's what. that's yeah. what every and is fucked up beyond, beyond all, all recognition. recognition. Yeah. And if you look at every movie we're talking about. They all fit into those roles. I think even the ones that some people may not consider zombie movies, like the Evil Dead trilogy, I think there's zombie movies because of the the possession element of it, where the person yeah. loses the ability to, to work on their own. Yeah, their but run.
0: it's it depends on, again, how, what's the situation. So with Evil Dead, the reason why that gets a little blurry is because it's not like a person, a, a witchcrafty person is not possessing them or taking away their will or anything like it's that necronomicon. the necronomicon is opening up a portal the portal opens it allows demons to come through and possess those people it's opening a door that's a different situation right. yeah but that's so it's, like it's a, that's sort
1: else, of like a ethereal or like magical uh infection and if we're gonna consider infection like a virus like in a lot of newer yeah. zombie movies then we can kind of Vaguely consider <laughs> and what demons about as an infection, a spiritual infection. But what, then
0: I think that argues that the Exorcist is then a zombie movie. Yeah, exactly. don't I don't, yeah. I I don't want to go that far. Well, so thing.
2: I think that what I was going to get at was I think the Evil Dead trilogy is a fusion. Okay, it fuses yeah. some zombie elements as well as demonization. Yeah, no, no, I
0: can I can say that. That's fine. Like, is again, yeah. like army of darkness with the the army of the deadites. I would say that those are yeah, because arguably the, zombies. the skeletons are moving
2: around. But, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much where my my point was going to come in. Oh that. shit!
1: Wait, are we calling moving skeleton zombies? Bed knobs then... and broomsticks, yo.
3: And Jason—that's <laughs> <laughs> a zombie and broomsticks movie. A zombie I, movie. I was I was gonna, gonna say qualify, Jason and the Argonauts as well,
2: I was gonna say. Well, there's that too. Yeah, I was gonna say like if you're gonna qualify as a zombie movie, I think the reason what defines it as a zombie film is that that is the inciting incident or the main conflict of the entire story. Mm. Is you're trying to fight against this force or this element, um, these people who or these bodies that move on their
0: own which is interesting because you know you don't see but you don't see the voodoo element as much anymore what you do see no. you do see the virus thing um, I, I think one of the earliest times that I ever saw the voodoo element coming into play if I remember I'm think I'm remembering this correctly is Abbott and Costello's hold that ghost which is a comedy and it's about them going to like this southern plantation, there was it was a, it was a haunted house whatever and it was mostly ghosts but there was one element of a zombie a zombie slave hmm. which which belonged to like one of the the people who was living on the grounds and so okay. that was that was kind of interesting so that was like actually i think the first time that i ever saw the zombie element actually directly tied to voodoo okay
2: hmm. yeah and then what i was going to say is that yeah that i think stands true for the earlier zombie exactly. films of the 30s through the early 50s. Yeah, like White Zombie mm-hmm. which is yeah. considered the first one. What yeah. was really ingenious about George A. Romero is that when he and John Russo wrote the script for that movie, they tried to make it relevant by changing the cause to something that we could identify with.
0: When they yeah. wrote
2: yeah. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, yeah, I can in clarify 1960s, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 68. No, well, they. It was released in sixty eight. They probably wrote it in sixty seven or sixty six. They probably wrote
1: it. You don't know. They could have wrote it in nineteen fifty four while they were in college right. smoking weed. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Okay. So the point, weed. the point I'm getting at.
2: <laughs> and that's what set the template because up until the nineteen thirties, you know, not to say that nineteen thirties people didn't have any sort of scientific logic, but it was easier to associate that with with mysticism or with witchcraft because that's just the best way they could explain it. Yes. They d- he decided to do, you know, when we're in a world that is very Cold War oriented and very yes. uh, nuclear phobic, the idea that radiation from a satellite can re- reanimate the, uh, the dead is much more terrifying than witchcraft. And I yeah. think the same thing is true now that it's become viral. Now mm-hmm. we're living now in a in a post AIDS outbreak world, so yeah. the idea of of pandemics is equally t- as terrifying as radiation is. Mm-hmm. So it's adapted with the culture to make itself to keep itself relevant.
0: Although um, was it in Shaun of the Dead? Did they ever explain what it was? They never explained the actual cause. They they almost did it and they cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I thought was really, really interesting about Shauna, at least what they pointed out, and I loved this because before I saw that movie, I was always like... Why don't they ever call them zombies in zombie movies? Like it's in They mon- do in say in that
1: a handful of them. They do in about half of them I would say. Really? Nowadays they are. Yeah. Cause I, feel I mean, like, they do I, mention it in World War Z. I feel Z. like yeah. they er- do say it in Dawn of the Dead, the newer one.
0: So I feel like in the earlier movies like White Zombie or whatever, or oh, yeah. like the ones where okay, ooh no, it's a voodoo zombie, okay, but like from yeah. the from Romero on up to I think about Dawn of the Dead, I feel like they just did not ever call them Zombies. They but just it was found in the what, title for some of them. Yeah they, no, just, yeah, they
1: came up with different names. Like they would call them the Living Dead, the Undead.
0: Yeah, things interesting
2: things like that. Dude, what I find funny is that The Night of the Living Dead was actually not even called that originally. The original title of the, of the shooting script was Night of the Flesh Eaters, but, yeah. um, this, but the distributor didn't want to go that route because it sounded too much like a, a horror movie that had been released just a year beforehand, just called The Flesh Eaters. So they didn't want people to get oh, okay. confused with it or that it was a sequel. Like that
3: movie that came out in like nineteen twenty eight called The Butler and the movie that came out this year called The Butler and how they had to change it to Lee Daniels the Butler. Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) No, by the way, can I I would like to make a point about uh, Night of the Living Dead Uh and its release, if I can. Movie was released in nineteen sixty eight and they used to release movies like this that were sci-fi or horror. B movies. They would release those as Saturday matinee releases aimed towards preteens and adolescents. And uh, when they released it, there was no restriction for children to come in. Any children could just come in and see the
2: movie. Well, this is and if you've seen it, it's yeah, still okay. pretty
1: terrifying, and especially for the time, the, the flesh-eating parts, and some... Oh. But you have to the also end, remember. Spoilers, the end with the daughter stabbing her own mom. Is terrifying. Stuff like that for children horrible. to see.
2: With the, with the garden hoe, yeah, it's, it's
1: terrifying. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it, uh, was, it had a horrible effect on a lot of kids. Yeah,
2: it had a horrible effect on me, and I just watched it 30 minutes ago. So yeah, just, right? Yeah. But this is also a point in time when the MPAA's rating system was not in full effect yet. Yeah, So that's why it was so easy for that to happen. Um, by the way, the movie was wildly successful because it was yeah. shot for $114,000 in that time period that's still a lot of money it, well yeah it, for, by today's standards it's a lot of money um, it was shot for that amount in the 60s and then it made 12 million dollars domestically 18 million dollars internationally which of course is why that the other dead movies that Romero has done even exist is because of the success of that original yeah. film yeah
1: I mean Return of the Living Dead people confuse as like a, a sequel to Night of the Living Dead, but it's actually a totally separate, more, com- like Sarah was saying, a yeah. funnier take on it, and uh, I think one of the co-creators of Night of the Living Dead actually had a lot to do with it, but it wasn't George A. Romero. He kind of split off and did the Return of the Living Dead yeah. serious.
2: John yeah. Russo was the guy who wrote Night of the Living Dead with... Yes, Ramero. that's yeah. I But I think all the movies fit into one overall universe, though they fit. They seem to fit into one overall. I don't. I don't logic. know
1: because if you look at George A. Romero's works, *Night of the Living Dead*, and then his next zombie movie, *Dawn of the Dead*. In *Night of the Living Dead*, it's all about radiation from a crash satellite that's making bodies reanimate, and that is totally not what happens in *Dawn of the Dead*. That's not the explanation for what's happening with the bodies then. Okay, fair enough.
0: So, what is the explanation for *Dawn of the Dead*? Oh, I can't remember, but I
1: remember reading that it's not that specific.
0: Because from what situation. I re- from what I recall, Romero's whole thing was that it was all cosmic radiation for everything. That was for all f- of it? Yeah, and even um and, and not They just, just don't I don't, and they don't that, address it. Not just that, but also that... yeah, I don't think it's explicitly addressed, but in his head like how he came up with his zombies was that it was it was also an astronomical feat like feature too, like something happened where like certain planets aligned and shit and then that was what was bringing yeah, the dead it was back to life. that weird
2: little co- tying in sci-fi to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, because they
1: also tied in a little bit of religion because I remember from the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which I thought they took from the original, was that guy on TV saying, when there's no more room in hell, the dead, the dead will, will walk, walk the earth. earth.
3: According to Wikipedia with the original Dawn of the Dead, actually, uh in this Second film of his series, uh, George A. Romero's, it's actually a plague of unknown origin. Okay, yeah. which I so think is, it
1: could
2: be what it was in the
1: first. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Speaking of causes,
2: I think I think the funny thing about Shaun of the Dead is even though what they didn't say it outright, they were leading to the fact that it was some contaminated food. That did it, but they just never got a chance to say what it was. Yeah. Before they they changed. The I channel. thought they were leaning which, more towards
0: the monkeys. Which is kind of funny because For if you go chances. if you go towards the uh, contaminated food thing, being that it was made in the UK and the like whole the, thing the, mad, the mad cow, cow disease. That's exactly what I think it was. Just be a reference to <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: yeah, and just the, in general the the amount of processed food that we eat now. Is, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. one bad batch and we all of a sudden reawake. It a could dead. be. What if it's ergot poisoning, Brian? What if it's ergot Poison? <laughs> sorry, you guys don't get that yet. Listen to Nerds on History tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, no. Listen to Nerds on History. It went online yesterday by the time you get this. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go online yesterday. <laughs> there you go. That, I wish that could be the episode title. Go online yesterday. Uh, it's not going to be so the
1: You're talking about Shaun of the Dead, which is, uh, which is a very comedic and kind of uh, satirical approach mm-hmm. to a zombie movie. But it also uses a lot of the
2: tropes as well. Yeah,
1: right? But before, And I think it's about loving, movies like it's that. It's a
0: loving satire. That one was yeah. like a tribute.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's true. And, and movies like Zombieland yeah. that are more of like kind of a parody. Mm-hmm. I, when I was doing research for this, I was thinking, oh, these, this is, must be a new idea. But I found the first zombie movie that was ever a zombie comedy film.
3: Which
0: was? Which zombie was, strippers?
1: Which was, no, <laughs> Zombies on Broadway, which came out in 1945. Oh my God. And had Bella Lugosi in it. <laughs> what? The, really? The, yeah, the plot is two Broadway press agents want a genuine zombie to be an act in their nightclub. So they go to Haiti. <laughs> to <get us.
3: laughs> Whoa.
1: So it's, yeah, I know. And I, I watched the trailer for it and I was like, this movie looks fucking Horrible! I need to see this movie. And outstanding at the same time. I
0: need to see this movie. <laughs> okay,
2: So speaking of that, there, uh, when I was watching the Night of the Living Dead, is it me? But like, have you you've seen it, right? And Sean, you've seen, I've seen the, it. I've seen it a hundred times. That movie would make an amazing stage I love play. It. Oh, and, yeah. Right? oh yeah! Oh yeah! So yeah. I think that and Zombies on Broadway. I think what you do is you do it as like a double feature. You oh, make God. Act One Night of the Living Dead. You consolidate it because that movie is so slowly edited together. You could easily cut it out. Yeah. Twenty minutes also, out. Of it.
1: Don't you think they just burn the stage down? Because I thought for sure the main guy was going to burn the house down since he would like start these fires and then just throw them on the porch. Yeah, I would, and then I would run have, back have thought inside.
2: that like, one of the fires, considering that you know, they were around heavy brush and wind, then, yeah. you know, that would have blew back on the house, but apparently no. I know. You're you going to burn the theater you, down, Brian. We can't do it.
0: We don't need that kind of logic here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but it, just, and it speaks to like just how good the drama is because if you tweak the script the right way you can technically make sure they never even leave the main the main room of the house in that film
1: yeah and you got to clean up some of
2: the dialogue there
1: were some parts where it
2: was really hokey yeah I I mean if
1: you're going to do it today
2: I think the thing about the reason why that I'm not really a fan of gore movies in general is because I still believe in that I probably said this in the horror movie episode we did like a year ago but I still believe in the, the mindset that whatever your mind comes up with is far more terrifying than whatever you can see so leaving it unseen, maybe just hearing it or a suggestion of it is going to be much more powerful. Like when Sean
3: and Ed are beating those two zombies in the backyard with the shovel and the <laughs> the cricket pet. And all you hear is... yeah, like that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. or the part where, uh, what's his face? The douchebag that looks like aged
2: Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: his name?
3: David. Yeah. When he gets David. torn he, to
1: pieces. I yeah. Yeah. was like,
2: fuck, that did not need I to I know. See that that, that was, was Where it was gross. like, this is
1: a comedy awesome. for this next two seconds.
0: I thought that was awesome. It was
1: like, awesome. It looked like spaghetti. And it calls back it to some other zombie movies that have done. I love that effect in zombie movies. They show it a lot where people just get torn yeah. to pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, uh, or, or, let's talk about that real quick. So we always kind of associate when we talk about just normal zombie stuff, it's always brains they're always going after brains, brains. but in mo- but in movies I feel like they don't actually go after brains that often they're just going Nowadays, after devouring yeah. flesh
2: except like kidneys?
0: Yes, like kidneys. So, like, I totally... if you're going to be a hipster zombie like I was for a few Halloween's ago, <laughs> yeah.
2: Her, her picture was brains are so mainstream. I prefer kidneys.
0: <laughs> I, it, it said that on my shirt. Yeah. I wrote that on my shirt, and I dressed like a total hipster, but I had zombie makeup. She had like, makeup. a scarf
2: and glasses, but she had like blood gushing from oh. her mouth, and
3: yeah. it, was, it was amazing. No, I totally agree Man. with you in terms of like the modern approach when it comes to zombies that it's just guts now. However. Going back to what I was saying before, Warm Bodies is the first modern zombie story where they actually are going for brains. And I'll go over that again later when it comes up. Why just go over it now? But I want to talk a lot about Warm Bodies.
0: Okay. Go for it. All
3: right, sweet. Okay, so this movie came out on my birthday last... What are you waiting for? (laughs) Well, the right moment, I guess.
0: Permission? (laughs) Please. Go for it. With
3: zombie guts on top? Dude, don't wait for permission. (laughs) Just fucking make your move. Just get in there and do it like a zombie into a body just making its move
0: I'm going to leave you there. guys with Sean in the webcam and I'm just going to go <laughs> mm,
3: Yeah, Sean, key the burlesque music <laughs> 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 um, but yes, with Warm Bodies it came out on my birthday last year and um, I went and saw it and it's amazing It fin- like I was completely skeptical 100% before the movie came out because I thought the trailer or the premise made it look like it was going to be Twilight with zombies and I was like Fuck no. There's no way. And then I watched the trailer again and realized, okay, so this may be a parody kind of like in the same vein of Shaun of the Dead. And then I saw it. And the movie is so good. And for once, for once, it takes the zombie uh, genres, the tropes, and everything that we're familiar with, and it doesn't really act on them. And it tells a completely different story. And it takes a completely new idea with the zombie plague, I guess you could say, uh, and adds something new to it, which is really brilliant. It's a really nice romantic story with a, a, a girl falling in love with a zombie dude, but it turns out uh, the, the guy who is getting interested in this girl starts to become human. He starts to get away from his zombie, uh, not necessarily persona, but all of the traits that make him a zombie and slowly starts to turn into a human. And by effect, the people, the zombies that surround him see how he's feeling uh, legitimately feeling, and then they start to turn into humans as well. And so it's like their cure- love is like curing them and yeah. stuff, which is a, hmm. it was a really fascinating idea. Yeah. And it's written and directed by the guy who did Fifty Fifty, that had uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen in it. And so that sold me in terms of the director uh, and the writer on top of that. But John Malkovich is in it, um, and there's a couple other people that are in it as well. And I would sh- I would definitely recommend it for anyone who is a zombie yeah. fan.
2: It seems like. Now the the perception of zombie has shifted. It's not less because you know, when you see stories like this, and also there's a big element of that in Dylan Dog, mm-hmm. um, which I actually thought wasn't really not that great of a movie, but it was all right. But the zombie element of it I thought was hilarious, yeah. um, which is that they, they, these zombies are just they're they're just very normal <laughs> people who are just kind of cowardly. But what I think I'm getting at is that. It's now less about the the mindless body, and now you can be a person, just happens to be your body is rotting, basically, yeah. against your, your control. Yeah,
3: and then getting back to the question at hand when it came to brains, when it comes to warm bodies, the zombies would actually go for the brains, and while they're eating it, they live out the victim's memories. Oh. Yeah, right? Right? And so it's actually, it's their drug. Like, they will eat uh, brains, live out a person's memories, and technically get high mm. off of it and wake up, you know, hours or days later. So does that mean if you eat the kidneys, you would live out their drinking habits? Uh, I thought their are trips to the toilet, I guess. <laughs> well, sure. I
1: just did some uh, quick research on brains, and uh, the first time it was introduced into zombie movies that zombies eat brains was Return of the Living Dead. Okay. Yes, and when you, can they, I just they, mention... there's actually a really fucked up scene, do you remember, with, like, that zombie body, and they have it? On like a uh, on a table uh-huh. that looks like it's in a morgue, yeah, yeah. and they ask it why eat brains. They're like interviewing it, and interrogating uh-huh. yeah. it, <laughs> and they say why eat brains, and the, it says it makes the pain go away.
0: Oh my god, I <laughs> oh. forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: the official first introduction and in, and in why it makes the pain go away. Find that clip online. It was in top ten zombie moments on YouTube. I watched that, and that that scene was in there, and it was so fucked up. That's interesting. I never even think zombies could speak in that room. But
0: Return of the Living Dead was also the movie that had the little, like, Michael Jackson jokey cameo part in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Seriously? Was, yes, yeah, it's it did. Like, It's
2: like a comedy.
1: It's a comedy.
0: So, like, okay. let's, sort of.
1: But it's still gross. Like, that
0: part was, like, really gross and fucked up. Did they but... do thriller? No, so that was the joke. Like, there's, like, the zombie invasion and stuff like that, then all of a sudden you see a zombie that's dressed like Michael Jackson and does, like, a little thriller dance for, like, two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. That's awesome.
2: Um... I, I thought it was kind of funny, because now you're mentioning that they did that in Plants vs. Zombies originally. They had a zombie that looked like the Thriller zombie. I'm sure. But then they got sued by the Jackson estate, because they didn't get permission to use his oh, likeness. There so we they had to be. rewrite them as now disco zombies.
1: Ah. But. Oh, shit. You know what? I think we can I think we can change our first zombie experience. I think the Thriller video was the was first thing that had zombies in it. Yeah. yeah. Thriller totally counts as a zombie movie. I still think yeah. I saw
0: the Army of... I think I saw Army of Darkness before I ever saw the Thriller video.
1: Oh, Okay. Well, I, I was in high school when Thriller was popular. I'm old fuck, so. <laughs>
2: Sean, you're That's not, that not old. true. You're not, no, that, you're old. not that old. Sean, we <laughs> were in high school when Thriller was having its reemergence. Yeah. Because yeah, when I mean, they were
0: showing it on VH1 all the time.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: With like the little making of video and stuff. Yeah. yeah Where, like, people like, forgot how he much was, of a
2: creeper Michael Jackson was. Like, he was a werewolf
0: <laughs> and a zombie in that yeah. video.
2: Nice. For the record, no disrespect to zombies? Michael J- Jackson. He was a musical genius, but, you yeah. know, he was a bit of a creeper, let's just be yeah. honest. So
0: there was some weird stuff there. Yep,
2: and then the conversation died.
0: But Back to zombies. Wait, you know what? Conversation arise from the grave. <laughs> nice save. Uh,
3: well done. Uh, I want talk more about zombies. Uh, can we talk about? Can we talk
0: about how creepy Kevin is right now? Can we right talk now?
2: about the movie that? Our, our friends tried to make lunch break of The Living Dead for
0: oh, a moment. Oh, oh yeah, God, Guillermo's movie. Oh. Guillermo and,
2: and our buddy Naps' movie, which yeah. was a hilarious premise. It
0: was. It was a really good idea where um, they were like zombies were like living amongst people, and, just normal. Just normal, but like they were like they were employable creatures, and so there was this guy who basically was convinced that he was like. I'm, like, total, like, Rambo, got to save all these people. And he just starts barreling through and just... He, like, didn't realize that zombies are, like, like one of us. Like, you don't kill them. Yeah. But he just goes through and he's like, zombies! And he, and he ends just up just
2: th- going through a whole office building and just killing zombie workers left and right. Yeah, yeah. And um, then people
0: are just like, what the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> Stop killing off half my staff! Yeah,
2: exactly. And the, the best part is that the boss gets eaten by the zombies. It's like, Willis! From human resources, oh the irony is being <laughs> Yeah. The live. It was a really funny concept,
0: it was unfortunately. Really it
1: that as a good concept. Yeah. It was to have I'm, zombies in like normal life. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it was I mean the movie itself was, was funny. I don't know yeah. why it never I mean it was fully shot. I don't know why they didn't do anything with it.
2: No, they did they they didn't get a chance to fully shoot it. They
0: um, oh, they were they planning on things? doing it, yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. That reminds me of a movie I, I caught on Netflix uh, called Fido. Have you guys yes! seen that movie?
2: Yes, I was just
1: about Fido. to yeah. bring that it, up. It like, takes yes. place in the 1950s American suburbs where yeah. people have like put collars on zombies and now they're like slaves. Yeah. yeah.
3: It is yeah. so fucked up, but it is hilarious. And uh, yeah. Billy Connolly uh, plays uh, Fido. Yes. And you don't recognize him because of... The That's lack of right. long hair. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It is such a good movie. It's so weird. Yeah. But it's, isn't William H. Macy in that as well, Sean? I don't remember. Let me look I, it up. I think he was. Continue. Keep talking. I'll interject Talks rudely. yourselves. Yeah.
2: I like the idea of zombies being able to talk. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there, just make bring up that discussion. But it does kind of break the whole rule of, well, if they're a mindless being, yeah. how can they say anything?
0: Right, right.
2: Other than just it's like, blather.
0: Well, there aren't that many that... That talk anymore again. I think that's kind of probably what a lot of people feel. Um, the biggest decision I, I see, you know, what you have when it comes to making your like, if you were to make a zombie movie, what are the things that you need to consider? You need to consider the cause. Why are zombies? The, why why are they? Why yeah, does and what that are the, happen? What
2: are the weaknesses too?
0: Yeah, and then also, are they are they slow moving or are they fast? Right, because yeah. that makes a big difference. Because yep. the,
1: the the rude interjection. <laughs> okay. William H. Macy, not in Fido. Wah, yep. wah. It's Dylan
3: Baker that I was thinking so of.
2: Isn't the um Dylan Baker right from Delirious? Mm-hmm. Um the uh and of course the Spider Man movies. Didn't they do in Don of the Dead, they basically now they reestablished it now the zombies can run?
0: Yeah, so do of the Dead they run. The shit um out of Resident Evil, they run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because
2: George
1: A. Romero's old like zombie code he had put together that like zombies had to fit into that category yeah. said that they were slow moving. Yeah. But mm. people that make them run are going against the code.
0: World War Z clearly has them going fast. Walking Dead. Yeah. Walking Dead has them going fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, and actually, to tie it back to the conversation you were having before, Warm Bodies does. Um, but when it comes to talking zombies, uh, the brilliant thing that Warm Bodies does, it explains why they quote-unquote talk, is that they're distant memories of themselves fade in and out every now and then but they cannot complete full sentences and so each zombie is named by a consonant or the sound of a vowel like for example the lead character's name is r
0: and Uh. all he can do is
3: uh." and then he there's like uh there's a voiceover narration throughout the movie and he Mm -hmm. goes and that was the best conversation i had all day (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah
2: yeah it would be kind of funny like to do musings of a zombie just seeing the thoughts that go through.
3: right and then the book Warm bodies?
2: (laughs) Brains. Brains. Pornography. (laughs) Nice
3: day outside. So, wait, wait. So, is zombie pornography. Sandwich. (laughs) So, zombie pornography where one zombie is literally eating out another? Boom.
0: Yes. Oh,
3: God. I would totally fucking jerk off to that.
0: I think I just got a little nauseous. Oh, God. No, I want
3: to
2: see that immediately.
3: Yay, in fact, I might take yay. a break here. Zombie pornography. The name of it got to be opens. out there.
2: My penis is now inverted.
3: <laughs> yay. I take great pride in that joke. Oh, there you go. You mean, you mean more inverted, right? Boom, 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 boom. Dick. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Gross. So yeah,
3: fast, fast running zombies then. Yeah. What's more horrifying than fast running zombies?
0: Well, and that's the that's the thing, zombies right? Zombies with lightsabers.
3: And what? not say fast running zombies with guns, but
0: uh, oh yeah, we, which
1: I, we should address that too. Zombies using tools, and which has is happens. Yeah, oh, in *Night of the Living Dead*. In *Night of the oh, Living Dead*, uh, one, of the, one of the first zombies is trying to, uh, is actually grabbing the handle of the door, trying to get the girl in there, and like oh, trying to okay. open the door, which makes it like he, he's smart enough to do that. And one of them picked up, he picked up a, a brick and threw it through the window. Whoa! Okay, okay,
0: okay. To do that, yeah, and that was true. one of the yeah, first. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the
1: one of the things that redefined zombies and the way we see zombies so today. So from the first oh. step of this new generation. Huh. I mean, in that one, they use tools, but they've kind of gone away from it, and they don't well, really do that in a lot so of other ones.
2: That speaks to the symbolism behind zombies, because I think Romero's idea behind it was... The zombies were a metaphor for society, for conformity, whatever you want to call it. But the one more, more recurring themes is what separates humans from animals, right? And a zombie is a human with all of its, only its baser functions intact. And primates. Can make tools now. Yep. They've actually seen evidence of chimpanzees using um, reeds for making, for like getting ants out of, uh, of antholes and things like that. Yeah. So it's not to say that zombies can't use logic, it's just they don't necessarily have capacity for abstract thought or for higher emotion other than just hunger.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm yeah.
1: saying what makes them scarier these days is that they they're just this mindless running
0: yeah well yeah like being but, that
1: doesn't pick up a gun or pick up a tire iron and try to hit somebody with it or throw anything at anybody they just try to jump on them and eat them and i think that makes them more terrifying yeah although a zombie with a lightsaber also fucking terrifying
0: <laughs> right right <laughs> well and i think so that's what i was trying to to get at is i think that the that making them move faster raises the stakes in the yeah. sense of survival right yeah and like you were saying it makes them more terrifying because it's it's something that is willing to go through. It doesn't even have enough of a concept of self to understand what self sacrifice is. Yep. But so they're just so completely focused on I need to eat that. Yeah. Which is how I feel Hens when wor- I see a hamburger. Hens World War Z.
1: <laughs> Let's make a zombie movie from the point of view of hamburgers. Everybody's a zombie, and, and
3: it starts. It starts from <laughs> the pix It's a Pixar movie. It's also
2: some sort of. Oh my God! Searing just, social indictment. You do like this Pixar, like the family of hamburgers inside like an In-N-Out box, yeah, and then yeah. Silly hands <laughs> just break through and take one away.
3: Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and like you though. see the
2: hamburgers that we're taking the French fries and try to beat the hand off just as, like, <laughs> with a stick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all I heard was "beat off" and "hand."
1: <laughs> and In-N-Out, all three of those oh, get, yeah. get having a hard time. Uh, uh,
3: oh, this good thing podcast just, just gets sexy.
2: So, um, you know what? I've actually always wanted to see. Because when I was watching Night Living Dead, the thing I thought was really fascinating is they took a lot of time to show the media coverage yeah. of how they do it. Which made that movie. I would love to see a zombie movie done one of two ways. One that's told entirely through news footage, mm. and news footage only. Or one done from the perspective of a news affiliate who is also being attacked. They have they, they have to like fend off zombies and they have to report the news as it's happening yeah. to the rest of the uh, civilized world.
3: There's a movie I think it's called uh, Quarantine that has um, what's the yes. name from Dexter in it and it's not about zombies but it's about this like monster baby or like this What? <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's a, a monster demon baby but it's in <laughs> baby form and I gotta tell you it didn't work. Is it, that what that movie was about? Yeah, pretty I, much. I, mean,
0: didn't I never saw it. it. I know it's yeah. a
2: remake. I'm not sure I'm following.
3: So of a
1: foreign film. But because, I, it's a because, giant
3: monster baby. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Like a a, a, a demon in baby yes. form. Or oh, toddler okay. form. But it didn't work because uh, every time that she was trying to report the news, it felt like so forced. Mm. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe what I'm seeing. That type of thing. And so yeah, yeah. I the movie was okay, but that concept, I like... I just I don't think it would not work not so much
2: man on the street kind of idea like that you're what like Cloverfield you're, style like news you're, yeah no, like like, no, like you're found really, footage you found, could, like yeah. all done from the news so maybe not that but maybe like you're a Tom Brokaw like character and you're getting the updates in and it's about how this news team who produces you know the content is dealing with that whole thing plus they may actually even have to fight off zombies themselves
3: okay uh, so uh, let's trust in I can't believe it <laughs> My say, cameraman say, just got eaten zombies alive. Zombies have believed to come from
2: some part of Russia <laughs> called Bob Bob Bokake. Wow.
1: Oh, I love that video. Bob so Bokake. Ba, ba, okay, we're spiraling. I know. Sorry. It's, oh, sorry. I, <laughs> We went from Zombies to Demon Baby to Bukkake. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. You're Uh-oh. welcome.
0: Okay, then. Um, <laughs> zombie just, plus just Demon Baby equals... I feel like our listeners equals... are going to see Bukkake <laughs> okay, in our so title, this, that's going to be a whole other Bukkake's genre of film. not a swear word. Okay, you can say so
1: Bukkake. Tom Prokos said it on national television.
2: Me... Okay, I, I got it here. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I got I got something uh, to pull it out. Pull I don't, out don't out want whole, you to pull it out. Uh... Wow. Zombie bukkakies. You
1: just said you
3: I'm going to put it out. leave it in? Yes, I would. In your pants. Okay. So <laughs> Wow. Uh,
2: so let's say, for example, there are, there are no more zombie movies that can be told that are interesting. How would you guys mm. reinvent the genre? What would First, you do differently? Before,
1: before we do that, can we talk about a movie that was really interesting and is the only movie I think really... Said something and made the genre more powerful since *Night of the Living Dead*. Sure, twenty-eight okay. days later. Yeah, exactly. *Night of the Living Dead* was like what happened to these people. It was these people's story and what happened to these people, and the zombies were like the backdrop and what they were fighting against. But it was more about their struggle. Twenty-eight days later was the first movie I think I think since then that wasn't a zombie movie that was focusing on the gore and the actual flesh or brain eating, and was more focused on like a social commentary yeah. about this is what this is how awful and how good people can be in a horrible situation like
3: this. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it's it breaks down to the story of survival. Like that movie blew me away the yeah. first time I saw it. It was yeah, a really
0: here. really good one. It yeah.
3: Still is. yeah.
2: Yeah, it was very interesting to see the political uh, climate of the world, what it had come to.
3: And the fact that um, that was shot in the early 2000s, and they actually shut down all the major streets in London when they show uh, Killian Murphy... Uh, walking around that was all yeah. real none of that was CGI they legitimately shut those streets down yeah. in order to get those shots that's awesome and yeah, yeah
1: and then they saved money instead of filming it on film they shot it on a mini DV <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right <But laughs> you know, it shoot it on a mini DV but pay to shut the streets down
2: but yep. you know it added a certain element to it, though that made it more acceptable for some reason You know, it it made it feel more real because it was, uh, you know... They grounded it in a
3: reality that we could, like, we could connect with. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And there's a bunch of famous people in that, like Brendan Gleeson's in that movie, too. Yeah, he is indeed, yeah. Yeah. That movie reawakened
2: the genre, I think. To what it is today? To what it is today exactly? Let's say it, it gets into a lull again. What would you guys do to reawaken it? What would be your take? What would be your unique what, take?
0: On what What I would want to do is I would actually want to take it back to the voodoo roots. I would want to okay. take it back to um, a, a more traditional aspect and not have it be so um, so entirely pandemic like.
2: Okay interesting
0: but that's just that's just me personally because I I don't know I happen to find that subject also really fascinating yeah just the even though I even do it yeah. yeah even though I do like the the you know more scientific aspect and it, it is pretty scary to think that oh god that something like that could happen in real life you have enough people who are actually preparing for the zombie apocalypse any day now you know yeah Um The survivor mentality, but I think that we're going to get to a point where that's going to, we're going to realize, okay, that's a little ridiculous. We don't, you know, have to feel like the other shoe's going to drop at any second now. Um, So, what, how could you play on that? And maybe do it as a period piece or something like that. Hmm. Okay. With the voodoo. Do like
2: a, yeah. a steampunk or Victorian zombie movie? Yes, yeah, Victorian zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. That would be or, awesome. Or you
0: know, hey, they they already have the the Pride and Prejudice and zombies that I think they need to turn into a movie. So. Uh, I think they already working. Oh, oh what about no,
3: zombies it, during Prohibition? <laughs> <laughs> zombies are running rum. Yeah, with mobsters with Tommy guns going mercy, mercy.
1: Yeah, zombies wouldn't stand a chance in the day and age where you could get a Tommy gun and your and a newspaper for fifty cents at the corner store.
2: <laughs> Bull for 50 cents mm.
3: nerds on history um, I, I, I love your concept Sarah and I'm, I'm all for that um, I'm a huge fan of origin stories which is why I guess like the beginning of a comic book superhero genre or movie like uh, Thor or X-Men I really gravitate to I would want to make it the starting of a modern day pandemic Like I would want kind of like what Contagion did uh, a little bit uh, in terms of getting the science behind what starts something and watching it unfold through character pieces what the world war z book basically did yeah uh, not the movie the no. book from different perspectives as it spreads around the world and that it ends with the apocalypse beginning like full i think force.
1: The, i think the world war z would be awesome if they actually directly translated it as a large mini series yeah that they did that, yeah. that was supposed to be like a History Channel documentary, yeah, but yeah they were interviewing exactly, shot the people. documentary
3: style. But yeah, that would be like what I would want is the modern day, literally from the genesis of the virus or whatever causes it, as it starts to spread like around the world, affecting different people, different cultures, uh, different species of animals. I also want to put that out there. Like one of the stories has to do with an animal, like a I don't know, a wild pig or something. There's no words, and you just watch this pig slowly turn into a monster version of itself. Like, I think that would be the most fascinating, considering all the shit that has come out. Not in a derogatory way, but literally all of the zombie stories that have been told.
2: Yeah.
1: Sean? I've been thinking hard about this, and there's two things I want, but I'll talk about the first one that can't happen, which is I wish I could go back in time and make zombie movies as kind of more uh, intellectually relevant than they have been in the past, back when Monty Python... Was doing their was doing movies, and I would love to see a Monty Python zombie movie because I love. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: (laughs) that would be so good. Happen, Monty Python. Since that can't
1: happen, I would love to see. Oh, but the kids in the
0: hall guys are still alive, so they could do it.
1: Yeah, that's true. But that that I got something better.
0: Okay. That
1: I thought of that we could do today is a. Christopher Guest mockumentary <gasps> style with the same cast, like zombie movie. Oh, oh my God. that'd be amazing. Sean
0: wins. I, I know,
2: I went with the comedy route because I really, really like Shaun of the
1: Dead <laughs> and Zombie. And
0: zombie comedies are great. Yeah, they
2: are. I, I have another idea that, that just came to me, and uh, I will admit, it's a little bit borrowed from Joss Whedon, but here's basically the idea. You have a zombie kill somebody, and it just so happens that that person is a witch or a mystic of some kind, and right before being destroyed, she casts a spell on him and his or her soul from when they were alive is now reawakened in her body but it's still decaying and oh. they have to now fight zombies they have to now kill zombies uh, that you could sell that to sci-fi channel tomorrow yeah <laughs> doing much. Yeah, it's a little bit of like doctor strange a little bit of buffy the vampire slayer slash yeah. angel you know uh, put into a zombie form
0: right right oh that's interesting
2: Doctor Who zombie movie. If you want us to do any of these movies, Neuronomy is on and working on a video initiative. We can do short film versions of any of these concepts. Yeah, Cast l- your let votes us over know. Twitter, yeah, please. let us
0: know which one you like. For sure. If anybody will.
2: Yeah.
1: If anybody is will. Anybody listening? Please tell us. Crickets. Is
0: anybody listening? <laughs> please qualify our nonsense. Although I think probably Sean's would win. <laughs>
2: yeah, Sean's
1: <is> <laughs> to do a cool. Christopher Guest
0: mockumentary
2: Guess zombie movie. It's amazing. So when, then what would be the what would be the premise? Like what, what's the It's
1: kind of like World War Z where it's but, but the book where it's a journalist but you kind of play jokes on some of that stuff and it, just things go oh, Okay. dryly comically wrong.
0: Or I mean I mean wouldn't it sort of end up like uh, almost like the mockumentary version of like Mars attacks that kind of scenario oh, where you yeah. have like the series of different groups and the vignettes yeah. kind of thing. That's probably what it would. Wind up being like, not to say yeah. that's a bad thing. No, I'm I talking about Mar- like a Mar- zombie
1: Mar- version of Best in Show. I know,
0: I, I understand what you're saying.
1: Zombie waiting for Guffman.
0: Yes. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but.
2: Zombies put on a
1: play. Whatever.
0: <laughs> yes, that's what's happening. About zombies on town. Broadway, but the mockumentary <laughs> version. Oh my god, please, let's
2: do
1: that. Oh, that would Zombies be on Broadway, the mockumentary version about the make. <gasps> A mockumentary about presents. them making that movie. We could do that on our website, and it'd be so oh fucking
0: obscure <laughs> but hilarious.
2: That'd be great, and that we can also do it as a stage show if it gets popular enough. It's like Noises Off, but with zombies.
0: Oh, oh god, oh god, that would it's be like so funny. It's like Noises Off with
2: zombies. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Well, your concept. Off? If
2: we were doing it on stage, it'd be like No, noises
1: I know off what Noises zombies. Off is, but what? Oh, I thought you were saying there was actually like a Noises no. Off of Zombies. No, so that'd be
2: amazing, too. <laughs>
1: what movie were I, was I... Because you were saying, what am I... Wow, I can't believe I lost
2: the name of it, and I, was, I thought you were talking about a real movie. I was, because Noises Off was made into a movie. No, I... Never mind. This
1: I'm has stupid. been a difficult
0: I episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. This
1: sorry. is what I'm going to do. I'm going to punch myself in the face really hard. <laughs> And then it's not going to happen again.
0: Sean, please don't hate yourself. Sean, please don't hate yourself. Sean, just don't hate yourself. It's not worth it.
1: I was going to totally do like a fake hit myself, but since Sarah is so adamant, (laughs) I won't even do that. I
0: don't appreciate self-violence, all right? Only violence against others.
1: Oh, sweet. Awesome. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Our meetings are on Wednesday
2: nights. Oh.
1: Mm -hmm. I thought we were supposed to talk about it. No, that's Fight Club. That's our Fight Club, our nerd Fight Club.
0: Which you where we just, just talked Pokemon about. Against,
1: which we talk, well, I know I'm not supposed to talk about but we just play Pokemon on all <laughs> gameplay colors
0: Pokemon. against each other I'm with like, no shirts on. I'm sorry, isn't Nerd Fight Club LARPing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much, it totally is.
3: No shirts, no shoes, sure, you're okay.
0: Fireball.
3: <laughs> Make sure to bring your own lightsaber. And I will be, not be bringing them for the group again. Please do not forget your D12 <laughs> dice. Crucial to playing the game. Why do all of our Larpers have a severe lisp? <laughs>
2: yeah, for those who have lateral lisps, I'm so sorry, but it is just. Oh a, God! I'm the so return sorry. of Lisp Gate. Oh Lispgate Gate
0: oh. from back in the day. Oh, it's. I
2: was hoping that our it, listeners would never get a clue into that happening. No, it's it's been
0: about a year all we'll since that That's all we'll say. That's all we'll say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, if you do have a lateral lisp, you know it's in good fun. We, we understand the struggle you, you guys yeah. have. So. We
0: make fun of each other enough. Yeah. So
2: And you guys give amazing blowjobs. I'm not going to lie so, you know I
0: mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're just so wet. They're just so
3: wet and wonderful. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It's to enhance my boyfriend's sexual pleasure.
1: Oh, dear God. Stuck that salami down my mouth right now do it. It's just asking for it. Look look at the little, the collection of white slobber on the <laughs> corners just beckoning for your member to... It. I'm sorry, I'm done.
0: Do you swallow? <laughs> do you spit or swallow? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's okay.
1: Zombies with lisps. Oh god. That god, would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: Brain. podcast. Brain. <laughs>
2: guys nice pleasant reminder my father listens to this podcast
1: <laughs> i love i i can't and every time i see him he looks a little less interested in me as a person. seriously because i'll ask him hey have you been the, Well, i'll go to like play tennis with him, and they'll be like hey uh I, do you listen to the podcast and he goes yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I am <laughs> so glad my parents do not listen. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I asked my parents to listen, but I told them that this is an uncensored version of myself, so I think that's why they haven't. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. If you are listening. Yeah, but the, I,
1: my parents aren't that surprised. I say this shit at like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> Sean, Sean, no occasion is off limits for
3: him to make these kind of remarks. No, <laughs> Sean, no I think that. I need to invite you to my Thanksgiving. They're pretty well.
0: So, okay, real quick, though, before we wrap this up, let's talk about the logistics of being a pregnant mother with a zombie baby. As in *Don of the Dead*. I know being? what movie
3: you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> what the hell? So, if you consider it a virus, uh, if this is a fast-acting virus, I mean, I know that it passes too to the baby, the
0: and then if they die, then the baby—well, don't forget, legitimately uh, what's it called—the
3: cord is uh, yeah. it transfers, you know, all nutrients and vitamins yeah. into this baby while yeah. it's in the womb. So, if this were a fact, fast-acting virus, that would make sense.
2: But didn't the mother die like seconds before she finished giving birth? to no, 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 no,
3: no, no, no. She, no, dies, she died on the
0: bed, and the. Baby Baby, baby ate its, its way, way out, way out. Oh. the baby was still alive in the womb and ate yeah. its way out oh. or maybe actually wasn't even uh, well it's a reanimated corpse right was that the case in this movie oh wait a minute hold on if they're reanimated yeah no corpses, she was bitten she was yeah. infected it she was, was an bitten. infection they said okay. infection like in i'm
3: trying to remember because i haven't seen this movie in a while did the baby die she gets upset dies and then the baby comes back or did she die and then the baby zombie baby comes out sean do you remember no, I think it's she the, the mom
1: is turning, out. and then he shoots the mom, and then the baby was already <sighs> born, and he shoots the baby. But I, that's
0: all I remember. Okay. Okay. So this also brings up the logistics of: is this a virus? And then, if it's a virus, these people aren't actually dead, are they? Like that's so that's kind of the hard hmm. part. Also, when it comes to zombies, are they reanimated corpses, like in The Walking I- Dead? It, which explains, like, if you blow off one of their limbs, why they can still keep going because they're not going to bleed yeah, out but, or anything but like they're that. They're
1: reanimated corpses, but on the other hand, they also, if they bite someone, the person turns tr- yeah. right. But, but what
0: they I'm, die first, though. But don't what they? I'm saying is, is like also in the way that you kill in the way that you kill the zombies and stuff by removing um, the
3: head or destroying the brain. Right, if, the but brain. But if they're
0: if they're living people uh-huh. that just happen to be infected. Mm. You can blow off one of their limbs, and eventually they're going to bleed out and die.
2: Unless the, the, one true. of the symptoms of the virus is it causes blood to coagulate much
3: faster. Yeah, because okay. if you it's just right, like yeah. in The Walking Dead when zombies get torn apart, they don't bleed. There's but there's gore rean- and there's like black... but they're
0: reanimated corpses in The Walking right. Dead.
3: Right. So, like, in terms of what Brian is saying, like, I'm trying to think of, um, oh, yes, the moment in World War Z where, um, the guy who used to be with the CIA talks about how, um, North and South Korea in the period of 24 hours had every single citizen remove their teeth, and that's why they've had no zombies. So, if you're talking about a reanimated corpse, it's physically impossible for a reanimated corpse to transfer being undead by biting someone, and- Yeah,
1: but that was all bullshit. He was just crazy. They mentioned that. They didn't really rip their teeth out in the Koreas, did they?
3: I've seen the movie recently, and I don't remember. I saw, them yeah, I saw it a that, few times, and I yeah. was like, I
1: thought that they just didn't. I thought that it was like, nah he's just crazy and full of shit. I thought no. it was just like a portrait
3: of his insanity. Oh, I thought that though that he was being like real in terms of his character in the movie. Mm. Okay, I guess. So just all right, a well then, all right. So on that same argument, then, how could a reanimated corpse infect something else? In some ones, it's I like mean, if in, the blood in, uh,
1: gets in your eye or in your mouth, which they didn't do in World War Z. But no, it's that's wrong. They
3: did do that. Brad Pitt gets blood in his mouth when he's fighting yeah, well, the zombie. Yeah, the they did stairway. it, but they established that well, that doesn't transfer.
1: They're in lies, some movies, they do.
2: they in mm-hmm. lines the conflict because in original zombie lore, zombieism couldn't be transferred. It just right. you, you were a threat. And the only reason it worked under Romero's rules is because everyone was going to the radiation. So if they okay. died, no matter yeah. this, they, they even say no matter what the cause is, the the body will reanimate.
0: Just the logistics of it are are difficult to define, right? Because again, I mean, there, it conceivably a reanimated corpse could still harbor some sort of bacteria, some sort of virus, some sort of disease that you know you just don't want to touch it. That's why like people used to burn bodies. So I think conceivably, it could happen that a reanimated corpse could transfer some sort of disease like that.
3: That would turn another living being into a reanimated corpse.
0: That would kill somebody else, mm-hmm. and then because then they have that, say the virus only becomes active as soon as your body dies, mm-hmm. and then it reanimates it. So mm. then if we look at Dawn of the Dead in this baby situation, mm. is this a reanimated corpse... In which case, conceivably, yeah, the baby could wake up and eat its way out of the mother because the baby died in the womb and then crawled its way out. But if yeah, the mom was killed, and then the baby would have died. So if it was the just baby a,
1: probably died first.
0: If it was just a living person that was infected with a disease, then I think conceivably the baby could not eat its way out of the mother. It would have just been dead, dead.
1: Okay, so if Dawn of the Dead's a remake of the George Romero Dawn of the Dead, where conceivably. The radiation is causing people to reanimate And it's after a reanimated dying.
0: corpse situation? Then, yeah, the, yeah that makes sense the with the baby. The
1: baby died first, then the mom died, then the baby came to life first and ate its way out.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I just want to Nerd like. math. I just want to clarify, I just wanted to clarify the logistics of that, but I, yeah. but I do think that's also that's something that if you're ever going to make a zombie movie, you need to discuss that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because people s- overanalyze movies way more these days. You have right. to be able to kind of explain yeah. a lot of this
0: shit. Every right. asshole has a movie podcast. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right, asshole. One thing that I found so far in um, all my reading of the Walking Dead graphic novel versus the TV show is that in the TV show they actually um, explain the zombie uh, apocalypse, how it happened, and that it was a virus, and that every living soul has it. Every living soul everybody's has it. Everybody's infected. But everybody's infected, but some people apparently have just superior antibodies, and...
0: They explain that in the graphic novels better. They do? Yeah, better than they do in the, uh, in the show.
3: Then I guess I just haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. Because okay, I, I haven't stumbled across that yet. Okay. I feel so terrible. I have The Walking Dead
1: Compendium 1 sitting on my dresser and I haven't opened it you
0: I should I went through I think the I first 40 issues of The Walking Dead I, I stopped
2: I think it bears repeating that uh, mid prison yeah so um, my nerds and history co-host Eric, for you guys all know and love, oh, yeah. uh, is obsessed with The Walking
3: Dead. He mm-hmm. And he's a big him. zombie fan and wishes yeah. he could be here today. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be here tonight, but he couldn't oh, do it.
0: Oh, actually, my brother, I want to give him a special shout-out, too. Mike, I'm sorry that you could not make it here in time, because since Eric was or Eric was originally supposed to be on this podcast, and he, he couldn't do it last minute, so I called my brother because my brother is the biggest zombie file I know. Um so I'm really really sorry but th- this conversation I'm having with you guys is like conversations I've been having with him for like 5 years. <laughs> so.
1: And I'd like to give a shout out to the third Moriarty brother, the one that was a zombie and we had locked up in the shed but we had to shoot because we just couldn't feed it anymore. <laughs> this episode's dedicated to you, Patrick.
3: Oh. We miss you. <laughs> What a... D- <laughs> well, that was sweet. Thanks. That I, was
2: really nice I, I of you. I have to admit, um, it was me who did the, who killed it, and frankly, I was jealous because it had my middle name as its first name.
0: You called it an it?
2: Mom said it was because we couldn't feed it anymore.
0: <laughs>
2: you fucking
0: killed Patrick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fucking killed him!
3: <laughs> oh, man. This is a weird moment. This is a really, really weird moment dead
2: (laughs) okay
1: you guys want to start wrapping this up by talking about your favorite zombie movie oh yeah okay I mean we've kind of touched on it but yeah what's your absolute favorite one
0: Shaun of the Dead
2: I don't have a favorite because I'm not really hip on the genre anyway but I'll go with Shaun of the Dead because it's
3: funny and serious it's loving
0: it's loving yeah I love loving tributes
3: Ah man, I uh, crap. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to pull a
0: Sarah Ashley
3: on this one. Um,
0: (laughs) I've been making way more decisions lately.
3: I've noticed that. So I'm making. That's why we're keeping your indecisive
1: version of you alive. Yeah, right. The
0: indecisive Eliza Doolittle version of me. Yes. (laughs) Oh no, what to pick? I'm not sure.
2: Um,
3: All I want is a mic somewhere. (laughs) It's a three-way tie between Shaun of the Dead, World War Z, and I Am Legend. Wow. You know, no, the I Am Legend... unrated version of I Am Legend, by the way. Though Not Am, the theatrical version. I Am verse. Legend is arguably also a vampire
2: movie as well, so just throw, throwing it out there.
0: We'll call it a zombie movie for this, for the sake of argument here. Fine. Okay.
1: Okay, so favorite one's got to be 28 Days Later just because it was so good and just so different. I love 28 Days Later.
0: That is a really good uh, one. Honorable
1: but... mentions, though. <laughs> I got a few awesome honorable mentions. Dead Snow. Anybody seen yes, it?
3: Yes, Dead Snow with the zombies. Yeah, Z- Dead Snow yeah. with the Nazi zombies. Oh, God, that movie's so messed yeah, up. Yeah,
1: that's so messed up. It's so good, though. It's a foreign film. You can probably find it on Netflix. Yes. Uh, another honorable mention, I wanted to say this. <laughs> Just I had to mention this. Zombie 2. It's a movie from 1979. And just type it into YouTube, Zombie 2, and type in shark, because you actually get to see a zombie versus a shark. A real shark <laughs> wow. that they had rip off a fake arm from a zombie underwater. It's fucking great.
3: Oh, oh my my that's God. awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to clarify that the movie, the way I want to change zombie movies, I've now just decided I want to do zombie version of My Fair Lady. <laughs> Where instead of her being, you know, impoverished, she's, she's a zombie. zombie. <laughs> and he has to try and present her as
2: a her
1: normal
0: person. Oh, <laughs> All <laughs> full yeah. period.
3: Yes.
0: Or we could,
1: <laughs> yeah, we could do the same thing with uh, Shakespeare, Spain. Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a zombie.
0: There we go. Say so like yeah. it.
3: There you go. You really should see warm bodies then. Yeah. You really,
2: really should. I know um, I should. <laughs> folks, please hit us up on our social media and tell us. What your favorite zombie movie is. Speaking of that, let's take a second to
3: talk about some listener feedback. Yeah. And if we missed any, which there are a lot, please let us know. Chances are. Yeah, because I would love to have this conversation continue. Dear listeners. Sarah, take it away.
0: All right. So I do have one piece of listener feedback. Although, technically speaking, it was from Nerds on History, but... Um, I recently guest-hosted on there in, in Brian's absence, um, Eric... Right
2: for Mud Drugs and Rock and Roll. Yeah, yep.
0: Eric and I had a blast talking all about Woodstock because I love 60s history, so... Um,
1: Hippie.
0: I know. I got... Word! <laughs> so, I was... So I got an email um, in regards to that episode. It says, Hello, Sarah. I recently listened to the Nerds on History podcast about Woodstock that you co-hosted with Eric. I was blown away by all of the information and never knew many of the points on Woodstock that you two brought up. Thanks, as always, for gr- the great podcasts. And keep up the great work. I noticed that you were talking about your tie-dye shirt. Because I was very much wearing a orange and purple tie-dye shirt. I think there was a picture of it on one of our i think it was on our twitter or something like that um and i've made quite a few of them over time if you have an address that i could send one to i would gladly make you one thanks again kyle from nova scotia so there you go i like it i was like this is the first time a fan has ever wanted to send me something so kyle yes i will be sending you an address to which you can send me a fantastic tie-dye shirt i wear a women's medium or a men small. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, babies XXXXXL. Uh,
2: folks.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sarah
1: Ashley, fat baby.
0: <laughs> that is Skinny the name person, fat of baby. the episode. Oh. <laughs> That's not the name of the episode. No. I was joking. <laughs>
2: I actually have the idea but I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Folks, please send us more feedback. Uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties of last week with our website. We're still working on the resolution to that, so in the meantime, send your feedback to the nerds at nerdonomy.com and we will make sure that we all see it and read it on the next podcast. Um, you can also, of course, follow us on our Twitter accounts. We have the at nerdonomy one for the whole group, as well as my personal and all of our personal ones. I'm at Brian Moriarty.
0: I'm at Sarah Ash sixteen.
2: I'm at the
3: Sutorius.
2: And I'm at Big Sean Mo, still waiting
1: on Long Dong Silver. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> one of these days, bud. One, one, of, these one days. of these days.
1: days. I'm going to get it. It's going to be mine. It's my unicorn. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> and, of course, guys, check out our new website. It's pretty freaking awesome, I think. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, it chocolate. looks so good.
0: You can now sign in and, and register, and you can leave comments on our posts and things mm, like yeah. that. So We, we all
3: work really hard to create these awesome blog posts for you all to read at your leisure. And you can give comments on the podcast episode. Too. Yeah. It's, it's all across the board. So we want yeah. to
0: hear from you.
2: Indeed. We're Please screaming disc- out into the <laughs> darkness
0: for someone to listen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Until we meet again, folks, stay nerdy and tune into us next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com.
0: Bye. Peace.
2: Brains. And roll credits. No, famous movie quotes. You should not say during sex. You got red on you.